Good morning. It's Friday, September the 18th, and I'm coming to you from Crystal Lake, Illinois, where I live. Facebook is giving me strange messages. Okay. I um, hope you can hear me okay, and I hope you can see me okay. I turned my chair around so the background may be creating some uh, distortion. I'll have to check it out later. I may just be a dark spot. Well, it's Friday. We've made it to Friday. A crazy week. I listened to BBC News this morning, and it sounds like Europe is... All the talk is about countries closing up again, or their numbers are increasing, and uh, countries are shutting down. It's 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 uh, it's a this is a wild roller coaster ride, right? And I think we're learning a lot about ourselves and about the world and the way samsara is. As long as we can stay safe in the midst of it uh, and deal with whatever comes along, this is a good training ground for whatever there is to come. Uh, so, so see it as such. See it as something that is uh, educational for all of us. And see if you can keep yourself in that balance of equanimity. And equanimity is that precious quality of being able to uh, step back and see things from a little bit of distance so we see the broader picture. So it helps us create balance for ourselves. And uh, in good times and in bad times, that's what we're looking for is a balanced life. I think that's what the Buddha was teaching. Live a balanced life so we can, uh, you know, go with the flow. We can we can, we're in a little tiny boat out there on the ocean waters, so we want to try to keep that little boat balanced, not letting it tip over and flood us. Um, so this it's appropriate not just for difficult times, but I think when things are really good, it's easy to have that tendency to think that things will always, always stay just right, and we find that point where Oh, we're balanced, so we want everything to stay this way. Well, if that's not how things work either. So when things are super good and great, and um, we feel at the top of the top of our world, at the top of our game, then we tend to cling to things, and we want them to stay just the way they are. And that clinging is the dangerous part. So don't cling. The whole key to balance is uh, not clinging because everything changes all the time. And if we're clinging, if we haven't found that balance that we need, that clinging is just going to pull us under. So just feel like it's okay to let go when you need to let go and uh, know that everything's changing. If we don't learn that through this pandemic, then we've been keeping our head buried in the sand. So just embrace the change, then let it go. (laughs) It's like embracing sand, right? 
you can embrace it, but not for very long. Just so find your balance and know that your balance is, we need it because we're always going to be sliding one way or the other until we reach that point where we no longer are caught up in these, these tides of the world. So, and most of us have a long way to go. And, and I think we're, we've had a long way to go and this uh, experience that we're all going through is helping us move faster through samsara because we, there's so much we can learn from this. Often very subtle things, you may not feel like your life is affected much. And uh, for me, I see a lot of positive things but even if we're even if we feel like we're not affected much, um, this is a time for us to watch and look at the world and understand what's going on, and understand why people are having a difficult time and where the chaos, the chaotic feeling, is coming from. And it's really giving us a graduate school in seeing the nature of reality. So. It's good to know that. Sometimes those lessons are hard, but it's good to, to know it because then we can carve out our own way. We can carve out our own contentedness and our own deep happiness and happy for the right reasons. So I want to, um, I'd love to be doing a check-in with everybody and see how you're doing. Some of you I see in different classes. Uh, so it's good to see you here. And some of you I'd really like to just be able to check in with you face to face and just see how you're doing, how you're feeling, and uh, how you're weathering the times. So one thing I'm noticing, and maybe it's just because I see this on Facebook too, um, people are, uh, you know, our pets are so important to us. And then when we lose a pet during this time, like the, this pandemic, um, we're, we're so, I think we're more acutely aware of how precious those pets are and how, how much comfort and solace and really uh, sustenance they've given us. And we, we may be noticing it even more. It seems like a lot of people's pets have died, but that may just, that may, there may not be any statistical data to back that up. It might be a couple of the sites that I visit. There are people with uh, a lot of old dogs. <laughs> but it's uh, these are these are hard. This is a, these are hard losses for people, and I think especially now because we've seen and learned to appreciate more the pets we have. So. I'm thinking about all of the people who, uh, in places like California with the fires or where the hurricanes have hit and all the flooding, so many people were living where they live in those places because of their love of nature, and that love of nature includes all of the living creatures in nature. So how devastating it must be when where you, you've chosen to live, or for most people have chosen, for a lot of people it's just where you end up living. But those the part of the beauty and the love we have of nature is because there are all of those creatures there.
and every different every different area has its own different special uh, living beings in it. So if you're living in a place where we're seeing great loss of of uh, the, the the habitats for these animals, we know that there's also a great loss of life for a lot of those animals that we we really are comforted by and they're part of our natural surroundings. So uh, there's there's grieving and that's okay that we grieve the loss of these living beings. They're not human beings, but they're certainly they're certainly on the journey to become human beings and they're certainly part of what makes uh, makes our our lives feel so we feel so blessed when we have this, this life around us, whether it's with plants or whether it's animals or it's being aware of the, uh, the abundance of life that's out there that we haven't destroyed yet. Um, so when we lose it due to other natural conditions, it's, it's sad. I'd be sad if somebody came and took my squirrels away, t- took the squirrels away, or the two turkeys that we that we have. You know, there would be sadness there because I've gotten used to seeing them and uh, spending time just admiring them and watching them. So let's be filled with gratitude and appreciation and uh, think about all of these creatures that are losing their habitats. So for today, I'd like to do the metta practice again that we've been doing recently and sit with that. And I'll try to do it a little bit slowly. So if you're, uh, if you're stressed out or maybe you're excited about the weekend, so maybe you're kind of busy, your head's busy with plans for what you want to do and uh, what you want to get into your weekend. So this metta practice can help us think about some things that are important and it can, um, as it says in the meditation, this is also helping us be aware of those, uh, how we can visualize things and how we can uh, use use that to expand our minds and expand our mental capacity just from our ability to visualize and uh, go beyond our thinking mind and how we can begin to conceive of ideas and concept concepts. So let's do this together and Remember, if you're trying to rest or go to sleep and that's when you like to listen to me, that's perfectly okay. If you, if you're, if this help, if I help you get some sleep and get a good night's sleep, I'm really happy to do that. And things might be soaking in, you know, just to help your mind become more peaceful. That's a, that's a good, that's a good way to listen. So. I'm still reading this because I haven't gotten it down as, be- as beautifully as it's written, thanks to Ajahn Sumedho. This is a guided meditation on loving-kindness, or metta. 
consider this quietly on your own or get a friend to read it out slowly to you. Stop for a few moments and really stop. Sit quietly with a straight back and gently close your eyes. Feeling the rhythm of the breath as it enters and leaves the body. Allow yourself to let go of past and future and come into the present moment. Being with exactly what is. Be with now. Bring your attention to the feeling of the body, accepting it just the way it is and with kindness. Allow yourself to accept all the sensations and feelings of the body completely. Just scan through your body for a minute. Sometimes you may not feel well, but you don't want to allow those feelings in. You want to keep going. You want, you want to get on with your day. But right now, whatever, whatever is there, I want you to be able to feel it and feel it with kindness. Not with anger, rejecting that, uh, what you might think of as a weakness of your body. Allow yourself to accept all the sensations and feelings of the body completely and with kindness. Breathe in deeply with a sense of trust and well-being. Breathe out, letting go of tension allowing any tightness to just dissolve. And focus on the natural, normal breathing. Just that feeling in your body of breathing in and breathing out. Your body is doing the breathing. We can be aware of that breathing. And allow your body to breathe so your lungs are filled with oxygen. Don't force it. But allow yourself to feel your breath in your belly. It really just helps your body move down below. Your body needs to be able to just naturally get that oxygen down further into your lungs. Imagine yourself surrounded by light. Perhaps a golden colored light if you like gold. Being with the sensation of the body breathing in, breathing out, 
Draw the light into the body as you breathe. Maybe through the nostrils. Or feel it through your heart or the head. Imagine light saturating the body through every pore. As you breathe in, you can feel it coming in to your heart. Just feel it as if your heart were inhaling. Or your mind. Imagine light saturating the body through every pore. Think to yourself, may this being be well. And turn the calming effect of the meditation towards this being. May this being be calm. To suffuse, suffuse your whole body with this calm and kindly attention. Now let your awareness explore the body, moving around the head and face. Gradually moving down the neck, back and in the front. Down the neck, into your back and into your chest. Spreading down your arms, down through the fingertips. Down the trunk of your body, down each leg, down through your toes, through each toe feel. Drawing on the good energy of the breath, expanding and embracing the heart. Now focusing more on the out-breath, let go of the memories, the grudges, the grievances, let it all go. But begin again, fresh with each inhale, with each exhale, let go. Let go of memories, grievances, grudges. Let everything go as you exhale. Now picture yourself in your mind's eye as you are now. Make peace with this view of yourself through forgiveness, compassion, gentleness, 
May this being be well. Suffuse this picture with gentle, warm light from the heart, then let it go. Next, picture your parents. Let them come into your mind. Make peace with their image. May you be well. Bathing them with soft light, with gratitude. Observe thoughts arising, memories of yourself as a child, perhaps something painful or something you have never made peace with. Let it be in the mind, in the light. Then bring up an image of your daily situation at home or wherever with the people it involves, people you like or dislike, feel conflict with, love, fear, or worry about. May these beings be well. Put aside aversion, fear, worry, guilt. At this moment, just allow yourself to be kind. Now think of someone you know who is having a difficult time. Send these feelings of kindness towards them. Breathe in light. Breathe out wishing them well. Breathe in light. And breathe out wishing them well. Gradually open up more and more from the people you see every day to nobody special. And even those for whom you have hardly a memory, recognize them as human beings with ambitions, hopes, problems, anxieties, joy, just like you, just like me, but give them some life in your perceptions. Let them be alive for you. And even more remote, acknowledge all the people you can conceive of in this world. It may be a very faint feeling but open up the heart to allow them into consciousness to be felt. Now watch what your mind does 
how it reacts indignantly about some people, very often political figures. But just let go of that indignation at this moment. Let it go. Don't argue about it. Just let it go. And allow a sense of peace to envelop all beings. The liked, the disliked, the familiar, and the unfamiliar. Allow a sense of peace to envelop all these beings. Include yourself. Now imagine the planet Earth as seen from space. Extend this sense of peace to the planet we live on, embracing it with your heart, surrounding it with light. Turning your attention to that sense of peace and light Allow it to expand outwards without limit, letting the sense of me and the world, that sense of separation, let it dissolve in the stillness of the present. I'll read that again. It's so beautiful. Turning your attention to that sense of peace and light, allow it to expand outwards without limit, letting the sense of me and the world dissolve in the stillness of the present. Then turn your attention back in towards itself upon the feeling of knowing the screen of the mind, the place where images arise. Let that place be quite empty or full, choiceless, being illuminated by the soft light from the heart. Light from the breath, warm and gentle, beginning, letting go, patient kindness. Gently come back to the rhythm of the breath, and when you're ready, slowly open your eyes. If you can keep sitting, carry on as long as you can.
Have a beautiful weekend. I'll see you Sunday morning. And uh, remember, we're looking for balance, but we're not grabbing on to find it. Someone told me a beautiful thing that Pema, Pema Chodron said during a retreat, a virtual retreat last weekend. And she said, um, the way she described that balance is walking down the center of a of a creek or a or a narrow river, not grabbing onto the sides, like balance, find balance by walking slowly down the center. Because if we're too close to the sides, we'll grab on, we'll grab on when things are too nice or, or be or too uh too rough and we'll begin to cling. And we can't find balance when we're clinging. We find balance when we're out in the middle, the open, the open. In the open. And then we find balance because we can balance ourselves. We're not grabbing. We're not grabbing at the grass growing at the edges or whatever we can hang on to. We're learning to balance. I thought that was beautiful and uh, sounded like a beautiful retreat. So take care. Find your balance in the middle. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your practice with me and allowing me to share mine with you. Bye for today. <laughs>